Welcome to A Higher Future in Healthcare, a special series exploring a growing crisis in healthcare, hiring quality talent to deliver quality care. I'm Ubaldo Siminetti, your host, and I sit down with some of the industry's top voices in hiring and recruiting to dissect one of healthcare's biggest obstacles in the hopes of learning from each other and sharing that information to help us improve how and who we hire so that we can take better care of the communities and the people we serve. I'm here with Kelly Cameron. Thank you for joining us on, on the podcast. Absolutely, my privilege. Talk to me a little bit about um, you, your background, your role, and, and the organization, and then we can dive into some kind of recruiting and hiring and healthcare questions. Sure. Well, I'll start with my current role. I'm okay. the Senior Director of Faculty and APP Recruitment okay. for the Medical College of Wisconsin, which also includes all of the physicians who practice in the community okay. um, with Freighter Health and also oh, cool. Children's Wisconsin. So awesome. we um, are you know, very active in our recruitment. We try to do as much as possible in-house. So we have a team of 14. Oh, and, wow. nice. uh, yeah, and we have the opportunity to work with you know, the best and brightest, not only the, the clinical professionals, but also uh, researchers and the, the teachers of our future physicians. So oh, wonderful. It's really exciting. Are you, where are you recruiting and sourcing from mainly? Is it Wisconsin or are you looking all over? We look nationally. Okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who grow up in the Midwest who, you know, want yeah. to get other experiences for their education and training, sure. and maybe they want to, you know, live and experience other states too. And then at, at some point, a lot of people, you know, in the Midwest like to come back to the Midwest. And sure. so we really recruit nationally, and uh, we do have some international candidates as well for certain for certain positions okay. that are really unique. Yeah. Um, so it's and, and we do. I mean, obviously, all the normal job advertisements and things, but we do a lot of like headhunting and just active outreach to potential mm-hmm. candidates. What What are the obstacles you're facing right now? I mean, given the last couple of years, uh, I think just in general, right, hiring and recruiting have been struck with many blows, many obstacles. What What are you all facing right now? Um, I'd say some of the the bigger challenges. I mean, obviously, the everyone's challenge with certain specialties. You know, right. there's never enough psychiatrists, for example. Mm. Um, and there's a growing need, obviously, with um, you know the the opportunities with with mental health, and mm-hmm. and so there's a bigger demand, and there's a shortage of those positions already. So that continues to be a challenge. But we really have stretched ourselves to say, like, how do we recruit differently in the sense mm-hmm. that you know we it's not necessarily the first person we want to hire we want to hire the best and yeah. so not necessarily just hiring the person you know but doing that active recruitment and by doing that we put together some very um, intentional diversity recruitment plans okay. to say how are we going to reach different audiences that may not even know about us maybe they've never been to Wisconsin or heard about Milwaukee and you know experienced mm-hmm. what it's like to be in the Midwest and so really trying to engage um, people who, you know, who may not be familiar with us to, to learn more. How are you all defining uh, diversity and inclusion and, and all that thing, that, that strategy? How are you defining that specifically? We have a lot of different definitions depending on, mm-hmm. you know, what audience, what specialty, what we're looking for. Um, you know, we have, you know, in particular veterans, for example, a lot of the physicians who are who work at the Veterans uh, Hospital in uh, Milwaukee are actually employed by us, and so we're always oh, looking cool. for veterans. Um, gender diversity is extremely important to us. It's interesting mm-hmm. by specialty. There mm-hmm. are some specialties where 
um, you know, females are the predominant um, gender. Sure. And so, you know, we look at it by specialty there. Mm. Um, we're also obviously looking at race and ethnicity. We know that um, if we can recruit um, more diverse physicians who look like our patients, patients are more likely to get the health care they need. Yes. That they can have that trusted relationship. And so we really look at it. It, it depends is, I guess, the, the long answer and the short yeah, answer. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just making sure that that our physician population looks like our community because we know we can better advance healthcare in the Wisconsin you know area with with yeah. more diverse physicians. So did that did that change uh, because of COVID for you all, or was that always something? Because you don't hear that a lot. And mm-hmm. but I think it's it's such a powerful statement and a powerful criteria. Because you're right, like people don't necessarily want to go seek care from somebody who they don't think will understand them as a person culturally. Right. So it, did that become more powerful of a thing for you all after COVID? Um, you know, we have a, um, a whole office that really looks at the um, inclusion challenges, mm-hmm. I think, in healthcare and some of the disparities that exist. And a lot of it's historical. Right. And so COVID, it really exposed some of those things. It brought a more, I'd say, a greater awareness to some of the historical um, challenges and issues that, you know, certain populations face with vaccines, for example. Sure. And so I think it became a stronger awareness to that, but I don't necessarily think it changed it. It's always been a need. Yeah. And it's something that we're very committed to in, in you know, the Milwaukee market and beyond. Um, we really stretched now from seen in Kenosha and the southern Wisconsin all the way up to Green Bay and, and oh, over cool. to, to western Wisconsin. So, yeah. um, you know, it's a major commitment to our state. Is the community really vocal about about that? Like, do you hear from them often on the things that they're, you know, that they want to see more people like them reflected throughout the system? Um, yeah, I think we've yeah. been partners for a long time. And so it's yeah. really not about us and them. It's really about, you know, how do we continue to strengthen that partnership? And yeah. so many, you know, especially in, in recruitment, let's say, like people expect you need to have these hiring goals or you need to do this thing, but they don't change their behaviors, right? And they don't right. build the relationships. They don't build the trust. And this is not a transaction, right? This is a long-term effort. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we've really approached not only our recruiting, but also how we have our partnerships in the community, mm-hmm. is that it's not about us doing one thing, you doing another, and, and informing each other. It's really yeah. about working collaboratively together to advance you know, each of the goals. I love that because, and I've heard that a lot, that recruiting, it, it's, it isn't transactional, and uh, that there, there is a power within healthcare recruiting to that goes beyond just finding a new physician um how do you do you all talk about that a lot as a team like how do you ensure that everybody on the team is you know on the same page about look this is you know we're we're hiring people to change their lives to change the lives of our community to change our lives how do you how do you make sure that that mission is always kind of at the forefront of your what you're doing as a team yeah, we, I'm very fortunate. We have an amazing team. Um, I have I have 20 years of experience, but everyone else on the team brings, you know, five to, to 30 years of experience. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think we really focus our conversations and our recruiter connection meetings about, um, you know, 
what what we're hearing. You know, what are we hearing mm -hmm. from candidates? What are we hearing from the teams that we're partnering with? And trying to identify what are those some of those themes, right. and how does right. it change what we do? Yeah. So how do we make our interview process more inclusive? Mm -hmm. And you know, even some of the things that we can't necessarily control. Mm -hmm. We know, you know, it's not just about a job. It's about do people feel at home in the community that they're exploring that job? Right. So what does the entire process look like to say, you know, do I feel comfortable, um, you know, going to, um, you know, for a walk? Mm -hmm. Do I do I know where I can pray? Do I know where I can get my hair done? Where mm -hmm. can I bank at? You know, the education system. Will my family be accepted here? Mm -hmm. um, and so we really have expanded our recruitment process to say, you know, we're recruiting the entire individual, not just their clinical expertise. Sure. Um, and then sometimes it's their entire family that we're recruiting. And point. so we've tried to share some of our best practices within our team because mm -hmm. there's so much work to be done in that area too. Yeah. What well, Do you have any good kind of just tips or tricks for the interview process specifically? You mentioned that. Like how do you, how do you create a more inclusive interview process? So there's um, a number of different things that we've been doing. Um, obviously, just some training of the people who are involved in the interviews. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the clinicians, the leaders, um, about you know things like unconscious bias. Mm -hmm. um, but we've also expanded like how do we review CVs and looking at um, you know what mm -hmm. types of experience or education they have, mm -hmm. and challenging the hiring teams to say what are the most critical things you need for this position. Um, sometimes you start a search and people think, and the, the team says, we need somebody with 10 years of experience and this mm -hmm. and that. And by showing them a diverse pool of candidates, they actually realize that their their first thought of what was ideal is is different after they've had a chance to you know, explore a, a pool of candidates that really shows them different experiences and backgrounds. Mm, that's a great um, point, yeah. Yeah, and then we do a lot of things with the candidates to engage them early on in the process to find out Okay. You know more about them personally, mm -hmm. and uh, and giving them an opportunity to share without also respecting their privacy. You know, giving them an opportunity right. to tell us what they want, um, and and giving them that experience to to um, share, but also not making them feel like they have to share either. For so, sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's interesting. Well, what what are some kind of maybe your final thoughts? Like if you you know, words of wisdom, if you will, for yeah. for the industry, you know, because I think everybody here at this conference, uh, AAPPR, um, are really trying to figure out, like, how do, how do we avoid a potential, you know, problem in the future where we don't, we, we never fix this talent problem, right? Like, we, we don't have enough people. And so, so how, how do we do that? Like, what are your thoughts on this community? And how do recruiters of empower themselves to, to really be a part of the solution. I think you know continued learning is just key. This is a, a really challenging field. Mm -hmm. um, I'm finishing my PhD right now. Oh, I wow, focus on nice. physician recruitment and yeah. looking at like the career choices that residents and fellows take um, make after um, completing their training. Yeah. But like those learnings that I'm having now have just opened my mind to so many other things, and it. You know, I think it's really my piece of advice probably be to to, to always be curious mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. to take the time to. I, I think it, we're in such a demanding, very busy field, mm -hmm. but just take the time to build that relationship with each candidate, because it will 
it will save you time in the long run. For you sure. know, ultimately, when you have a successful recruitment, a successful hire, successful hire. So, um, you know, don't get too caught up in, in the busy stuff to realize the most important things are the relationships. Perfect way to end it. Thank you so much, thank Kelly. You. It was a pleasure. Yes, thank you. A Higher Future in Healthcare is a production of IIA Healthcare, a technology organization powered by the Interview IA interview platform designed to help healthcare organizations hire better. Learn more at www.iiahealthcare.com and in collaboration with AAPPR, the Association for Advancing Physician and Provider Recruitment, the leading authority on physician and provider recruitment and retention. Learn more at www.aappr.org.